This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your home is going into foreclosure, and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases, even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. You know, it's always cool to see where the stars came from, like some of their first work. A lot of times it's embarrassing and, you know, it's just like, wow, I can't believe they had to do a commercial like that. Okay. Or well, a bad a- sitcom yes. in order to copy them. But Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> hey, I love Growing Pains, but I mean, it wasn't a very good sitcom. Greatest yeah. intro of all time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. yeah, but how about Jack Black, though? I got to say... This is one of the coolest starts to a career I've ever heard of, in my at least in my opinion. Okay. Because uh, he shared that when he was 13 years old, his first big acting break was when he did a commercial for Activision's Pitfall, the oh. original Pitfall game. Shout and out to he, my buddy wrestler Pitfall Jones, based on that character. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, based on that and Indiana Jones. I remember Pitfall. I remember that game. I love that game. And I, 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 remember, I remember this commercial. I cannot believe that this was Jack Black. Did you ever want to jump on the head of an alligator? Uh, well, you know, I mean, uh, who doesn't? I sure did. After Pitfall, who doesn't? But here's Jack talking about the original commercial that he did, plus a clip of the actual commercial. You can see all this on the BJ Miggs page of KISW.com. A commercial for Atari, for Activision. Really? For Pitfall. Can, is it on I was 13 years old. You can see it. Yeah. Really? I got a big safari hat. Just last wow. night, I was lost in the jungle with Pitfall Harry. <laughs> surrounded by giant scorpions and cobra rattlers and man-eating crocodiles. <laughs> Just last night, I was lost in the jungle with Pitfall Harry, surrounded by giant scorpions and man-eating crocodiles. Pitfall for the Atari 2600 and in television. Oh, that's crazy. And plus, he looks exactly the same at 13 as he does as an adult. Like... No one's going to say, oh, I'm not sure if that's really Jack Black. <laughs> I remember this commercial. I cannot, yes. I cannot believe that's Jack Black. I remember this. Yeah, everyone wore the stupid hat yeah. or, or the, the pitfall hat. <laughs> wow. Was that, it has to be what, 19, late 70s? 82. Oh, 82. Okay. That's what it says so, here. Yeah, it was, uh, 1982. 1982, a commercial wow. for uh, Pitfall for the Atari 2600. There you go. 
I remember that commercial. I cannot believe that's Jack. I do know someone on, t- on YouTube wrote, Jack Black as an adult advertising the game. Jack Black, oh, as a kid, advertising the game. Jack Black as an adult gets inside the game. Yeah. Because he did the, what was it? The, oh, Jumanji. Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got the same hat. That is fantastic. I was wow. about to say, well, they should remake Pitfall, but then I'm like, oh, wait, it was called Indiana Jones. and Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically what it was kind of based on, right? Yeah. That's great, man. That is uh, that is really cool stuff. That's a, I think for a first commercial, that is an amazing commercial to have in your repertoire. And how about I remembered the exact line and almost said it the same way? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a trippy dude. He really is. I remember the first time I found Jack Black was that movie Airborne uh-huh. back in the day. Cause he's like a, he's like kind of like one of the supporting guys. And I never realized that until like years later than that. I was like, that's Jack Black. He's the best. <laughs> My first time seeing Jack Black, and I completely didn't realize it was Jack Black, and I think a lot of people do a double take, was Mars Attacks. He plays, he plays a really oh. conservative army, army guy who's got, basically who's raised almost, pretty much almost racist. And he's just, he's got the jar, the oh marine haircut. God. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, I forgot about that. Dude, yeah. he, he's so unrecognizable as just uh, the characters he plays. He looks like Vincent D'Onofrio yes. in that, uh, whatever movie he was kind of crazy in. He almost has a Gomer Pyle vibe, like from Full Metal Jacket, too. Yeah, oh, exactly. Dude, yeah. good call. That's ex- I think, I think it, that character, actually his character is a parody of Gomer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah, I th- and uh, it is. Uh, I love that movie a lot. It's a Tim Burton movie about aliens attacking, and, I, and it's got so many stars in it from back in the day. Underappreciated, but I think it's just such a great movie. Still my favorite. One of my favorite celebrity experiences was uh, Jack Black was with Tenacious D, and they were touring with Weezer and Jimmy E. World. I think that was the tour, and that was awesome. And it was right when the the original xbox just came out oh and nice. xbox dropped off a bunch of uh, video game consoles for our radio station and they were like super awesome about everything and then they were just like i guess uh, the guys in uh tenacious d and all the other bands that we had them in in that morning and they were like oh man we would love one of these so we made a call and we were able to get them and i i got to deliver it to them on their tour bus which was pretty freaking cool like wow. so i got on the tour bus wow. got to hang out with jack black and, and kyle gas and tenacious d and he presented them the Xbox, and I remember just BSing with Jack Black, and he just kind of looks at me. He's like, you know what, man? You're like the fattest, skinny guy I ever met. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> he's like, I don't mean it as an insult, but he's like, I don't understand how I, like, you got a gut, but I was just like, no, man, that's fine. I just thought it was like the most that random is, thing someone to say. Called me skinny, so I'll take it. Right. It was like kind <laughs> of complimented. and But at the same time, you just dropped off a gift. I don't think I'd use the fat word in any context I, to, yeah. to the gift giver, but good for Jack. He's, He's like, Jack I, you know, I'll say what I say. He also fell asleep while doing the interview. Oh, there. there we go. He was just standing. And his eyes started closing, and, and even Kyle was like, I'm, I think Jack fell asleep. Oh. Aww. And then he popped back up, and he was just like, what, what? Because, you know, they're obviously, like, doing a crazy tour, getting up doing morning oh, radio. Oh, you don't think it was the interview, do you? Oh, I definitely think it was okay, the interview. Yeah. That was, I was just getting to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boring questions. <laughs> oh, man. But he was awesome, man. That's great. Um, and, again, we're talking about it because uh, Jack Black's first big break was doing a commercial for Pitfall. And if you haven't seen it or heard it, we have it on the BJ and Migs page of KISW.com. If you're as old as me, you're going to go, oh, my oh my God, I remember that commercial, not having a clue that Jack Black is the little kid in the commercial. And Pitfall was one of the best games to play. It was. I can't argue with you. I, I would like to. Uh, it was great in the arcade. 
I never played it in the arcade. Yeah, I think it was. Wait, am I my spacing out, or was it the only? Um, uh, I, maybe I'm spacing out. I thought it was an arcade thing, but I could be wrong. I only know it as an Atari game. You may be right. Pitfall may never have been in the arcades. Mm. It might have just been an Atari thing. What's an arcade? I know. I know. <laughs> Somebody come up place that you gotta, created to play video games. Go in. watch Stranger Things, and you'll see that's where they all hang out at an arcade at one time. Uh, yeah, that's it. That used to be our place, Danny. I don't know what it is now. No, no. It, you know what's funny? I make fun of you. I, we we had arcades too, and it was so sad when they would like they were shut because they were like at, we were at the end of it, and it was like shutting down. Yeah, they, that was when the games cost like a dollar, not yeah. like a quarter. Whatever yeah. they used to be. That was an end like, of an era, right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. they still have places, but they, of course, you know, it, it's it's like Lucky Strike. Yeah, it's different. Uh, Dave and Buster's. Yeah, Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Or now there's a new place. I don't Dave know. and Buster's feels like what my brain is doing whenever you take like MDMA. It's like you Ooh. like it's just like all these crazy. It's, it's a little much. There's oh, people I, running everywhere, but you can't actually see them. It's, it's a lot going on. <laughs> I got a new thing for you. Food all around, but I just can't eat it. Yeah. I got a new thing for you guys. What's that? Uh, just opened up in the Marketplace of Factoria, a.k.a. the Factoria Mall. And uh, they got them in different places in the country. We finally got our first one, a place called Monster Golf. It is it, it is extreme miniature golf. Oh, nice. And it's glow-in-the-dark miniature golf. I love golf. Is it fun for kids? Oh, yeah. It's, oh. it's, it's totally for kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess adults and, yeah, and, and maybe older kids could go there. Sure. But, you know, uh, I took a walk in there, checked out the joint. And uh, it's mostly kids, but... I love those kind of places. they got, like, mini bowling alleys. Mm-hmm. And they've got all the arcade games. They've got laser tag. It's all, like, I mean, they've... They got it all in there, man. I got to share them because we want to do mini golf with Tatum. And that actually sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you. I mean, you You already go every once in a while. You come over to Bellevue and I don't go for it. But uh, I think we can allow you in Factoria. Oh, there's no we. They will allow me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, so, yeah, they've got, they open it up in Factoria. And that, there it is, Monster Golf. Vicky's got the video. It's like a weird rave. Yeah. It, oh, it's totally weird. <laughs> it's like the total triple, trippy lights. They need to have like after hours. Yeah. Yeah, where you rent it out for you and your friends. And Danny, it's kind of like Halloween all the time too. They've got, They've got these, skeletons and stuff. Well, it's kind of, yeah, that's the whole monster theme. All right, well, Lily will be here in a week and a half, so I guess I know where we're going. They do monster birthdays. Yeah, you know, they got the whole birthday rooms, and the birthday rooms look really cool. Looks like Halloween. So I figured this is going to be Danny's place because you know it's Halloween all year oh, long. They got a ropes course, and I know you love that, BJ. Oh, I was. Who do you think I did when I went there? I know. <laughs> So, yeah, it's called Monster Golf. It's in uh, Marketplace of Factoria, the old Factoria Mall. There you go. Congratulations, everybody. The new fun spot. Hey, we got a story about what could be the world's worst passenger on a plane. Steve's going to tell you all about it. He's got the mix report for you at 617 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Well informed on the issues of the day? Not this guy. Live from the KISW News Center in downtown Seattle, this is The Migs Report. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks to Palace Law for giving us the Migs Report. Today is a day to enjoy yourself. 
a peanut cluster. It's National Peanut Cluster Day. All right. I remember the last time I had a peanut cluster. Does a ba- or a payday count? I, I don't think, know. That's a, that's a cluster of peanuts. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? You know what? For today and maybe today only, payday is a peanut cluster. <laughs> I have no idea. Also, today is National Be Nasty Day. Oh, oh Sarah's ready. <laughs> okay, Whoa. you know what? I mean, it depends on how you view the word nasty. I was thinking maybe everyone picks their nose in public or oh, there you go. scratches their butt. I don't know. What else is nasty? I, well, I think Fart. There's, there's. I think you know within a particular musical community, right? Isn't it nasty means cool or great or you're like being sexy? No. Yeah, I mean nasty boys. If you want to go back to Janet Jackson days, yeah. Janet knows what's up. Maybe watch the Nasty Boys, the wrestling tag team from the 80s. I'll let you do that. I know. I think you should do that, BJ. I hate taking that away from you. Yeah, I feel like Janet's the nasty. That's the nasty. All right, then watch some Janet Jackson. Also, speaking of... Of, of women <laughs> Janet Jackson's International Women's Day I don't know how oh hey how about that, that. Shout, out all, shout out to all the ladies be nasty be not nasty I don't care what you do but enjoy your day alright we'll, we'll take extra pictures of Sarah and Vicky today because we want to show that we care about this day okay yeah we're trying to well, get some clout <laughs> yeah want to get some clout alright there we go well let's not do what this guy did on a flight from LA to Boston he might be the worst passenger of all time because he went on this really weird rant where he was threatening a bloodbath and that he's going to kill every person on the plane. Oh, really? He started saying, hey, where's Homeland Security? Come on, let's go. I mean, it was just a very strange rant. Of course, somebody caught it on cell phone, and uh, the video has been posted, and we have the audio of it. And at one point towards the end, you'll hear everyone react because he starts going towards the flight attendant. He's kind of like mimicking like a, a, a bow and arrow thing with his hands. I don't know what he's doing, or he's got his hands up to fight. This guy just seemed very strange and kind of a little bit off. Uh, but he ended up trying to attack a flight attendant with a broken metal spoon. Oh. Of course, a lot of people... People jumped in, took him down, and uh, they were fortunately able to kind of hold this guy and subdue him. But here's the audio. So where's the Homeland Security with the gun? Because I'm waiting for them to point the gun at me so I can show everybody that I won't die when I take every bullet in that clip to wherever in my body they shoot it. And then I will kill every man on this plane. So where are they? Where's Homeland Security? Pull the gun. Pull the gun. Where are they? And then at that point, everyone just kind of tackled him, thankfully. Yeah, he. you know, the, th- the sad thing for me was I think he was in an exit row, which is a prime seat, you know, for, for you know, and that that's really, it's like, dude, how did you get in the exit row? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to help people. Yeah. Not threaten them with a broken spoon, no, buddy. not at all. And they ask you right off the bat, like, are you traveling with any kids or are you out of your mind? Uh, I before? If you tackle that guy for the rest of that flight, I am fired up. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. Not do sleeping you, on that flight. Do they get free stuff? Yes. They get to be the pilot. You know, at that point, they're just going to I feel like I at least deserve a J. Coco chocolate. You better get a J. Coco for that. I'd be like, look, thank you, sir. Thank you for being one of the five people that decided to jump up and tackle this guy and and subdue him. That could have been really scary with the broken spoon and all that and all the crazy things this guy was saying. We can't thank you enough. I'm like, well, you can actually. Yeah. And that's Uh, given me a, a several. Yeah. J. Coco chocolates. That's what I'm talking about. If you don't have those, I'll take the extra Biscoffs. Whatever you got. Just give me all the chocolates. <laughs> all right, then. I want them all. You don't know what about the alcohol? Give it to the other four guys that helped knock that guy down. That's cool. Yeah. I just want some chocolate mm. and free Wi-Fi.
Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, we got the free Wi-Fi. Of course, they, that goes without saying. By the end of the flight, they're like, you know, maybe, maybe that guy wasn't the problem. Maybe it was the <laughs> hero over here that keeps asking us for. He wants wings now. He yeah, wants some sudden, wings. He they let the guy go, wings. and they go. You know what? There's one guy in the plane we'd like you to take care of. It's free guy over there. Go get him. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're kicking a guy off the plane. Is it the guy that tried to attack someone with the spoon? No, no, no. no. We've talked to him. He's fine. He's fine. It's the nut job over there that yeah. keeps asking for stuff because he's the hero of the situation. All he's asked for, fruit and cheese plates, Jay Coco's. He's, he's killing us over here. Now, speaking of chocolates, well, there's something that you should never try and do, even if your intentions are of the best intentions. Uh, and that's a guy in Canada got in a little bit of trouble. He's an older man, and he tried to, well, hand out chocolate to kids yeah. and candy. And uh, the, the police were called because a lot of kids were told, hey, don't accept candy from kids, uh, I mean, from, from, from strangers <laughs> or it's kids. Not cre- it's not creepy at all. Well, apparently, the reason why he was doing it, it was random acts of kindness day. Oh. You're like, all right, that's cool. You want to hand out candy to kids. Okay. But don't you know the stigma of an old man trying to give candy to kids? Like, maybe understand that kids don't want to take your candy. And apparently one kid's like, no, I don't want it. And he kept saying, no, 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 take it. If you don't want it, maybe your mom does. Oh, Okay, you know? all of this is just not creepy at all. Yes, and he says, yeah, I was just trying to do, you know, I, I was, my intentions were genuine and pure, and they might have been, but if I was like a police officer, I'd like, dude, come on. Yeah. I'm trying to force candy on a kid, and then you're like, hey, if not you, how about your mom? That's not creepy at all. No, you got to hand out money to kids. Yes. That's what you do, because kids all will never kids turn that money. down. Yeah. No one said don't take money from strangers, it's just the candy. Hey, how about last night? Our Seattle yeah. Kraken. I'd love to talk about how much fun the game was to watch on TV, but I don't have ESPN Plus anymore. So oh. <laughs> you know, had to cut some things, cut some costs, and really wasn't using Hulu and ESPN Plus enough to justify having it for just a couple of Kraken games. So I was following online and also following via text because Danny was there, and the Kraken beat the Anaheim Ducks 5-2, to two, five straight wins, BJ. This team's on fire. That's very cool. On fire on the ice. Jared McCann, speaking of being on fire, he, he got his fifth goal in the past five games. He now has 31 goals. He's having an incredible season. I like this. Yeah, man. That guy is just awesome. Also, Sprong had a goal. That was pretty cool to see. Alexiak had a goal, too. Beniers had two assists, so he's extended his lead as the top-scoring rookie in the league. Woo! And uh, the Kraken are getting a little bit closer to that top spot in the Pacific Division, man. They keep on crawling their way back up there with these winning streaks, so that's pretty awesome. Fourth time this season that Seattle's had a win streak of at least five games. And uh, like I said, Danny was there. So was Philip Grubauer. He made a bunch of saves. That was nice. But Danny, he won a t-shirt. I did! What? Yeah! How did you win a t-shirt? I caught a t-shirt. I caught a t-shirt. Yeah. Nice. The Seattle Seawolves were there, and they decided to uh, throw t-shirts into the crowd. Wait, was Rucky there? He wasn't. What the hell, Rucky? I was bragging to my girlfriend and everyone that was sitting around us. I know the mascot, and then he wasn't there. Never mind. I I don't have an in anymore. Well, he knew you were going to be there, and you're scared of whales, so he decided, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't attend the game. That's true, yeah. But they did, yeah, they threw a t-shirt and directly to me. It was like, he like pointed me out and just, I caught it, and I was like, so fired I up. I bet you were just, dude, I'd be fired. It's almost like taking out a guy with a broken spoon on a plane. Yeah. It's just as fired up. That was the first time that I've ever won anything at a game. So That's I was awesome. like, this is amazing. That is very cool. Got yeah. himself a new beanie as well. He paid for that. I did pay for that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. See, see, this is why they gave you a t-shirt. They go, oh man, I gotta get a beanie to match this free shirt. Get this guy a free t-shirt. This costs us nothing. He's gonna go into the team shop yeah, and drop is. 40 bucks at least on something. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not wrong. No. Yeah. <laughs> also, I heard that uh, allegedly you might have gotten into a, almost a fight with somebody there. What? A Boston Bruins fan, actually. What's going on? Was it Brad Marchand? Was he at the game? <laughs> yes, he was. The douche. You know, Danny, I have to say, I don't know how this happens to him, but he gets, you know, he gets himself in situations. I go, how do you do this? You know what I noticed? When Danny and I go out, never an incident. Yeah. 
And Danny goes out with his lady. Yeah. Incidents. Oh. That's so what, are, yeah. what are they, what, And what's a Bruins fan doing there? That I don't is, know. What's the well, point? It's, like, it's, it's the Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go see a hockey game. And, and, and right now, you're, it's really good to be a Bruins fan. You don't have to be mad at anybody. You guys are the top of the crowd. Yeah, so what happened? So we were sitting there. So it was my my girl got tickets with her work. And it was we had the whole section to for just oh. her work. And they had all come in the first period. And we were all sitting together. But then, you know, in a first intermission happens. And some of her friends went to the bathroom and co-workers went to the bathroom and all of a sudden these drunk guys come and just take all the seats mm. and so my girlfriend politely is like hey guys like those seats are taken you won't be able to sit there for long and, and by polite they say listen you boston a-holes no she oh, was okay. super not, but that sure. was the whole problem is that all of a sudden this boston guy they stand up they're blocking everyone's view Ugh. and then he all of a sudden he's like yeah that bitch over there is kicking us out of this the section she says we can't and i was like dude you need to calm down. And, he, and his friend's like, oh, he's just overreacting. And I was like, I don't care. I don't give an F. You do not call my girlfriend that. When she was super nice to you. And he starts getting in my face. Luckily, security came, kicked him out. And it was fantastic. But I was like, you know what? Go back to Boston. You douche. I was what, so fired. What, you, was, what happened uh, first? Winning the t-shirt or this incident? Uh, that incident first. Oh, man. Oh, so they were already fired kinda, up. Yeah. You were probably already like shaking with adrenaline. Yeah, I was like, I was just like, let's go. So then you probably just like, you don't even remember. You probably blocked out. And just bunched a bunch of people to get that shirt. It's exactly what She's I did. Just yep. full of all yep. this yep. adrenaline. Yep. Can I tell you the joy of growing up in an area? There's nothing more charming than a drunken Boston guy. I don't know. His friends are like, he's overreacting. He called my girl yeah. a bitch. Yeah. How do you think I'm going to handle this? No, it's so stupid. Yeah. Oh. The problem is, oh. is, I don't even think he was from Boston. Like he, they, they weren't. He did not have an accent. Oh, really? Well, and they, they were all wearing different, like their favorite. Uh, it's just oh, that jersey. Jerseys. Once you put it on, you become like a you become yeah. a Bostonian. Yeah. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just what happens. So. Yeah. Fun times. And then I don't know what the hell was going on on the ice. I don't know if it was that Boston Bruins fan or what oh, was going geez. on. But that hit on Vince Dunn, which was crazy. I watched the videos of it. He took a headshot in the corner, slow to get up. He was angry about it, so he starts yelling at the rest, which was he's got a it looks like a broken nose, and he's yelling at the rest. And you're like, and he's like, dude, look at my face. How do you think this happened? So he's yelling at the refs about it. And of course, he's heated and pissed off. So what do they do? They give him a two-minute penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. After, with, with a bloody nose. Yeah. yeah. After letting the play keep going. Like right. they didn't even pause it. He's on the ice, oh. just like sitting there and like Oh, he's fired up. Yeah. The crowd's chanting, refs, you suck. It's like a WWE event all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, it's crazy. Yeah. I would have been pissed, too, if I was him. He's like, look at my face. Do you think I just did this to myself? Well, and then the best, uh, well, I don't know the best part, but then so they come and get him from the penalty box because he, he only served maybe 30 seconds. Uh -huh. They come and get him. So everyone's cheering because they're thinking, oh, they reversed the call because they saw that he's like hurt. And then they eject him from the game. Jeez, man. Wow. Like, I do love Haxtell after the game. He's like, because they're like, hey, how do you feel about Vince Dunn's reaction? He goes, he was pissed off. And I get why. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Have, uh, and, and shout against Kraken 1-5-2. They play again, uh, uh, taking on Ottawa at home. Climate Pledge Arena on Thursday. Don't wear a Bruins jersey. Um, <laughs> a little more details about uh, Geno Smith, BJ, and the contract. Uh, Mike yeah, Garofalo. What's, what's, what's going on? What are the, what's the fish? When we said that, like we're like, oh, you know, some people are going crazy about the fact that three years, $105 million, Like, is he worth that? I'm like, 
Well, you don't know what the full details are. There's probably a lot of incentives put into that, and it sounds exactly like that. Uh, according to Mike Garofolo from the NFL Network, he said the base is actually $25 million a season, which will be a three-year $75 million deal. $40 million is guaranteed, 28 in his first season. Uh, he's going to get $30 million in incentives if he hits those bonuses and things along those lines, and that's how it all works out. So, obviously, it's not as crazy of a contract when you hear it that way. It's like, yeah, you got him for $25 million a year? That's not a bad deal. No. I think everybody's happy. Gino's happy. The team's happy. In fact, Gino even posted on Twitter, I'll be much better this season. Nice. Can't wait. Well, that yeah, I mean, he's a smart guy because you can get better players if you have a reasonable contract. Oh, absolutely. You know, and he gets that. He understands, like, if we're going to win, uh, they got to get people around me, and they can't get people around me if I'm taking up all the cash. And he's, he's not going to have any problems with his bills for the rest of his life. I don't think his kids will, and their kids will. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. So things are good. So many reasons to like Gino. I mean, he said he wanted to stay, said he, he wanted to figure it out. And I think that, you're right, see, very reasonable. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. But now they're writing checks. Yeah. So I hope you write back. I mean, how many years did he sit on the bench for us? Was it three, four years? I can't I feel remember. feel like maybe four. Yeah. Could be three. I'm not positive. Talk about, talk about you know, just sitting there, biding your time, being a good dude. Signing these one-year deals. Just, yeah. Just really holding on for dear life to stay in the NFL. I mean, he could quite possibly have been a quarterback in the XFL. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really, had it not been what happened with, with Ross and all that kind of stuff. Just goes to show you that who's ever doing the scouting has no freaking clue. Yeah. I mean, they, really, they really don't. The idea that Geno was able to do what he did last year... You know, really, not having played a lot, not being a young man, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, this was always in him. How did people not see this? Well, sometimes there's a little more maturity. And he even says, I have no regrets for how my, my career went. I got to sit under the learning tree, sort of say, uh, of like guys like Eli Manning, uh, Philip Rivers, yeah. and, and Russell Wilson. And that helped him become the person that he is now. Sometimes it takes a while for someone to mature and get better. Mad. So. Hey, I don't think he's going to be complaining when he looks back on his career now. At least he had like a great ending. And also, this this still sets them up that they want to draft a quarterback. You get a guy. I know a lot of people talk about that Richardson guy who sounds like he's a pretty raw talent, but very talented. But maybe he sits under Geno's learning tree and actually gets like, you know, seasoned and gets some time to be able to become a better quarterback by the time Geno's career is done. I have no problem with any of this. I just would love to see him get a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, uh, man, a, super, I mean, a Super Bowl appearance, and of course, a ring would be great I for did, Gino. What a I, great cap to a career! I did listen to a Pete Carroll interview where they asked, "Like, do you think you can win a Super Bowl with Gino?" And it was like, even like, you couldn't even like, without even missing a beat. Hell yeah, we can! And I was like, yeah, that's right, that's what's up, Pete. That's because because yeah, because we don't need the quarterback. You know what I want? Running back and defense. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> I didn't say that part. Hey, as far as weather, we're going to hit a high of forty six degrees. It's going to be cloudy today. Thanks to Snoqualmie Casino for giving us the mix report, and that's what's up. Yesterday, Steve got this one wrong. Not involving a sporting ball, what is the longest-running sporting event in the United States? The marathon. No. Running sporting event. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, crap. This is weird, man. Hey, man. Uh, tennis. No. Yes, I can't think of anything without balls. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's so wild to just hear, hear you just like make fart noises trying to think. <laughs> That's just like I, I've never heard. I mean, if you were ever on a debate team or a quiz show, like if you get on Jeopardy, oh. the amount of farting noises that would come out whenever a Mayim would ask you a question. I would hope they'd have a montage of just me going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, uh, yeah. Well, uh, what is the Kentucky Derby? We did argue, though, that the horses, depending on some of them, do have, you know... Sporting uh, balls. Yeah, they have sporting balls, so <laughs> we don't we don't know if, in fact, that is, it's a bad question. <laughs> you want a shot at beating Farty? You got it. 206-803-ROCK. We're playing Beat Migs at 647 on The Rock.
Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. I owe a lot of back taxes. Can bankruptcy help me? Bankruptcy can discharge back taxes under certain circumstances. Some types of taxes are never dischargeable, like if you have taxes from an employee, if you ran a business and didn't pay employee taxes or sales taxes, those types of taxes cannot be discharged in bankruptcy. However, most people don't have those kind of taxes. Most people have just regular income taxes. If you owe income taxes and you filed your tax returns but just weren't able to pay the taxes, if the taxes are more than three years old and you filed the tax returns, those types of taxes taxes can be discharged in bankruptcy uh, in most circumstances, especially through a Chapter 13 case. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.